When the reboot of Jumanji first hit theaters, a lot of us millennials were skeptical. It felt like Hollywood was once again desecrating the sacred. I know, right? But much to our surprise, and I think many others, Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle was a hit. It starred Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, and Karen Gillan as these avatars in a video game style of Jumanji. And the first film was filled with many surprises and I'd say a ton of laughs. So it's no real surprise that a sequel was made. And this time, the game gets bigger and meaner in Jumanji, the next level. She's Kaylee. I'm Tuesday. Get your shots in, because we're headed into the wilds. This is Whiskey and Popcorn. So in Jumanji, the next level, we see our four heroes as their true selves living their young adult lives. Maybe we could say living their best adult lives. (laughs) Why not? Now graduated from high school, each of them is pursuing their dreams either in college or traveling the world on like a charity tour or living in the Big Apple. And all the OG actors reprise their roles as these young Adults, uh, we have Alex Wolf as young Spencer, Sir Darius Blaine as young Fridge, Madison Eisman as young Bethany, and Morgan Turner as young Martha. The four have kept in touch, but growing up doesn't mean you have it all figured out. And for young Spencer, he's suffering a serious case of FOMO after moving to New York City. It's so bad that when the four friends plan to meet up during the holidays when they're all in their hometown, Spencer's a total no-show. Now, from here, it gets a little spoilery, so now's your chance to hit pause and actually go see the movie unless you're okay with being tipped off a little bit on what happens here. Now, while young Spencer is battling with his insecurities, he finds his grandpa convalescing at his childhood home. Grandpa Eddie, played by Danny DeVito, is bemoaning his own troubles with aging. On top of that, his ex-best friend, Milo Walker, played by the amazing Danny Glover, shows up out of the blue. Unable to face his friends and needing a bit of a boost of confidence, Spencer enters Jumanji. Oh yeah, again. He saves the game after it was destroyed in Welcome to the Jungle. Except now, the game has a few glitches. Take a listen to this clip from the trailer. Come on. I'm coming! Grandpa Eddie? Morning. Did you guys see Spencer? Is that? I think he went back in. We gotta go get him. You know something? Thanks. We haven't even picked our guys yet! Are we in Florida? Oh my god. Wait. We're in the wrong body! My joints feel like butter. Oh, no. I, 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 I lose myself. This can't be happening! I came back and things actually got worse. Look at this. One, two, three. We have some issues here. The game is busted. Listen up now. This is a dangerous place. You've got to have eyes in the back of your head. What in the Sam hell just happened to him? And as you heard, Spencer's friends have to go and rescue him. And Grandpa Eddie and Milo end up in the game as well. 
And of course, chaos and hilarity ensues. But before we review Tuesday, I got to take this time to to call you out. Okay. Remember with Welcome to the Jungle, and I was actually kind of curious, a little uh, excited, a little concerned, but you were like flat out, hell no, I couldn't even drag you to the theater to see the first one. Oh, even when the initial previews came out, I turned to her in the theater and I said, absolutely not. And then you saw it. I saw it after hearing rave reviews. Oh, yeah. So I just want to take this time to air out the dirty laundry, the feelings. Nobody can replace Robin Williams or the original Jumanji film. But that all being said, how do you feel about this reboot as a whole, both the first film and the second one? With that being the preface that you just said, I absolutely and incredibly loved both the initial reboot and this brand new installment. Huge praise for somebody who was just not about it. (laughs) Not at all. I said, do not touch my OG Jumanji. That is my baby. You know, how dare you try to do something without Robin Williams? You know, which I'm sorry, I still feel like that about Genie, but whatever. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, it, it had to graduate. And video games was probably the best way you ever could have done it. And what was great about this particular one was, as you can tell in the trailer, no one comes back as who they used to be or wanted right? to be. <laughs> and it that just it sets it that, ironically, to that next level of hilarity where, you know, they're like, I, we didn't even get to pick our avatars. How are we here? And they're like, oh, we're not in the right bodies. And that's, I think, a huge part of the comedy there. And, well, just to take a step back, I think, you know, for these films... It goes back to my theory that anything The Rock does is worth seeing because he has so much freaking fun that I have fun watching him. And you could just tell he's so tight with Kevin Hart and Jack Black. And now Karen's part of the gang. And they just play off each other so well. The fact that they have to be characters, avatars, but they're still playing teenagers, or in this film, Grandpa Eddie ends up being in The Rock's body, if you will. And then uh, Milo ends up being in Kevin Hart's character. They had to completely change the everything, yeah. you know? And it was hysterically funny. And then, of course, Fridge ended up in Jack Black, which <laughs> was just fantastic. Yeah, Fridge, the man who weightlifts every day and is super crazy about his body is the one that goes so I can read maps. This is ridiculous. But no, why it, do we have this character? Yeah. It's like the second everyone feels comfortable where they are, it gets all completely switched up. And we'll tell you it gets even crazier down the line of the game and that makes it even more fun, but I do highly recommend following both The Rock and Kevin Hart on Instagram because they have some of the best videos together. And you can just tell they just have so much fun together and it's just natural. Oh, yeah. Like everything in this film, even if they're improvising and they're improvising so well with their characters, 
it was just like comedic gold like I I would hope to have just like cameras around them all the time to capture every moment because that's how good they are together totally um as far as the story in this one it, it is the world opens up they do leave the jungle there are deserts there are high winter tundras and like woodland forests Several new avatars are added, including Aquafina plays like this cat burglar character. Uh, we won't spoil who ends up in her body, but that was pretty hilarious. And then um, you do see it in the trailer, but Bethany ends up coming back as a black horse. <laughs> and it's amazing. And I got to say, that horse had a lot of charisma. Like, and it, it is a boy horse, and he was just, he was like ready to preen in front of the camera. He did so well. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> it was so amazing. Um, as far as between the first and second one, yes, I think that they both level on the same type of hilarity. There's enough twists in this one, including the changes of character that keep it really funny and upbeat. Yes, we all know that Bethany's going to come back and be ditzy. It doesn't matter what character it's in. It's like, "Oh my god, guys." And <laughs> like you know, like so it's it's not super hilarious that she's ditzy. Like we get that. Like we know that. But it's more that there was just enough change in this one that it really kept the laughs going. And I, that's what I appreciated the most about it. Yeah, and I think they really played a lot more in this film with gender swapping yes, as well, yes. which added, I think, whole new levels of tension for some of the characters who, like, I was not expecting this at all. Um, <laughs> well, and they even played it a bit safer with race mm-hmm. in the in that first reboot as well, which is fine. Like, yeah, it's going to be really weird if you go from, like, a white skinny guy to Kevin Hart or to The Rock. But, yeah, there's a lot more gender swapping, and there's a lot of – there's a large age differential now, too, which plays a lot into this new version. And I think that's also a good point because – we, you and I, we don't always talk about this a lot, but our our friend of the pod, Kathy Ritchie, does talk a lot about you know older actors in films and the types of roles they get, uh, particularly in women. While in this film, it's two older men, both Danny Glover and Danny DeVito, are iconic actors in of themselves, and the fact that they got to, at least their characters got to have these sort of interesting roles. And I can only imagine like how much time they spent with The Rock and Kevin Hart to so that they could really learn their mannerisms and how they were going to craft this character together. I would have loved to have sat in on those, you know, focus group sessions with them. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I, for example, had to be Aquafina for a character or I had to portray Aquafina you know, I would want to follow her around for a week <laughs> and just grab all those mannerisms and how she does things. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you just don't jump into those roles. No, there has to be some kind of bond, some relationship that you have with that character. And, you know, another testament to the the real strength of all these actors is that in the first one, yes, they all were stuck in the bodies, but they were in those same bodies throughout. There was a lot of body swapping and they the plot explains how that's even possible, but they're able to switch characters. And so, you know, Jack Black goes from being the fridge back to Bethany, for example, and being able to 
you have to show that through the voice and the physicality so you know who's in which body and like that was incredible and i was surprised because i thought i would get lost and i didn't at all because i was like oh wait wait who's kevin hart again and yeah but it wasn't at all it was very clear and that just shows very very good acting Mm mm-hmm I think ultimately what this franchise does so well is that it's it's banking on the love of the original source material of Jumanji that a lot of us millennials, as we said, grew up with. Amen. And they are able to freshen it up for newer, younger audiences, but still keep that magic from the original one going, but adding, I think, even more more hilarity and more I want to say fun because the original Jumanji had was kind of serious and scary it was fun but like not like I'm having a knee slapping good time fun like I am in these Jumanjis but you know I'm like I'm enjoying the film this I was laughing my ass off oh yeah yeah um so I think I really appreciated the the level of care and tenderness they had for the source material but to make it their own and to make it fresh to move it forward and i think that's the most important thing when you're doing a reboot of any kind and or sequels is that you're able to take the story and advance it and that's exactly what they've done here and i can't ever remember saying this about any movie but i walked out there going when's the third one coming out because i really had so much fun And by no means can Kaylee and I predict the future, but we strongly recommend you stay past the credits. I think our next level is drinking. I am ready to level up there myself. Fantastic. (laughs) All right. You want to go first? Um, Sure. I mean, anytime a movie has anything to do with jungle, I immediately default to jungle juice. Of course. The good college classic. And I also feel like that's a good video game drink because like... (laughs) Who knows what these drinks are in video games? You know, they kind of look interesting. Um, A little red, a little pink, maybe some fruit. I think I'm going to put a spin on it and say Jumanji juice, which would probably be very similar to Jungle Juice, but they would have those Jumanji berries in it. Oh, totally. And probably in like a huge bin in someone's bathtub with like a sticky ladle spoon. Yeah, and there's probably a hippo waiting in there, so you got to like get in and get out really quick. Hippos, more vicious than you think they are. (laughs) And for me, being a big fan of Jack Black for most of my life, I will be having a Black Jack. Oh, my Ah! gosh. See what I did there? (laughs) All right. It's going to be a couple couple ounces of scotch, an ounce of Kahlua, a dash of triple sec, and, of course, a little bit of lemon juice. Perfect to warm up the body on these cold nights. And I do want to point out to our audience, uh, because this is hysterical, um, she says triple sec, but her notes here say a dash of triple sex. So <laughs> it's not that kind of movie, Kaylee. <laughs> I, but I, maybe it goes with the drink. I don't know. I was like, what is this? <laughs> maybe enough black jacks lead to hanging out with black jack? I don't I've lost you. <laughs> You've already been drinking. No, enough. Plenty of black jacks will lead me to hanging out with Jack Black and going into a video game. I see it happening. Okay. Well, that's that's a call out to Jack Black. Uh, Tuesday wants to, to hang out with you. In a video game. And I'll hang out with you too because I'm, I'm a hoot and a half as well. <laughs> <laughs> Self-promotion. Before we get drunker. <laughs> 
make sure to save where you're at in that game before your mom turns off the console. Boom. By following us on all major podcast platform, on all major podcast platforms, now including, can we have a new one? Google Plus. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? (laughs) Google Play? Google Play. Now including Google Play. (laughs) Wow. We're having a hard time here. (laughs) It's the triple sex. (laughs) Make sure you also follow our hilarity on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And we'll see you at the movies. Jumanji. Jumanji. Jumanji.